Keep up with the new. Keep up with the important. Keep up with it all on Keeping Up With The Current. Get your news fix for the day. Stay informed and up to date with current affairs and the issues that matter. Nadia has you covered on Keeping Up With The Current. Chronic wounds are a silent epidemic in Australia, a significantly under-recognised public health issue and impose substantial costs to the healthcare system and patients. Each year, Wounds Australia, the peak body for chronic wound prevention and management, uses Wound Awareness Week to highlight the enormous burden chronic wounds cause in our community. To tell us more, we're joined by Hayley Ryan, Wounds Australia Chair and Wound Care Clinician and Expert. Nice to have you on 2MFM's Keeping Up With The Current, Hayley. Thanks so much for having me. Well, approximately how many Australians suffer a chronic wound each year? Well, it's quite devastating, actually. We know that around 420,000 people at any one time are affected by wounds. The other burden is that it costs around $3 billion to treat, which is about 2% of the health expenditure. The sad part of that is that's what we know of. We expect it to actually be a lot higher, but the data doesn't always support us to collect that information. What would be classified as a chronic wound? Yeah, so we're not just talking about a little scrape or a bump here or there. We're talking about wounds when you've injured yourself and it's not actually getting better within within around four weeks. That's when we know that healing has stopped. We're starting to see problems. It's stuck in what we call the inflammation phase and that's when we know it's a chronic wound. So if the wound has been there for longer than four weeks, it's indicating that there's something more sinister going on, something that's really, like you said, slowing the healing down and preventing it from uh, progressing through its normal healing stages. Absolutely, and that is the time to go and get it checked. Seek out, whether it's your general practitioner, you may come across some wound specialists, even a podiatrist, particularly if you have uh, diabetes, it's crucial that you're seeing somebody who is a foot specialist. So four weeks is a ballpark figure, but that is a good time to say if it's not showing signs of healing, go and get it checked. There are obvious physical impacts of a chronic wound, and with that comes the mental repercussions like anxiety, depression, negative body image. If you're struggling mentally, would it make it more difficult for the body to heal itself? Yes, it would. We know that um, looking at neuroscience and a number of other um, areas around the brain, that if you have significant depression, if you were, uh, you know, really not coping well, have mental health issues, then yes, you will have a delay in wounds healing. This is one of the reasons we call it the silent epidemic. What we know is that people tend to isolate if they have a wound. And the reason they do that is because wounds can be a little bit gross. They can be a little bit smelly. They can ooze through the actual dressing and so there's a bit of embarrassment and shame and so what we know is that people will stay inside which is probably the worst thing they can do to to help heal that wound. Mm. And how dangerous is untreated or not properly managed chronic wounds for the elderly especially? Yeah look this is the sad part of wounds. If it's not dealt with in a timely manner, if it's not looked at by a specialist or a clinician who who is understanding how to manage wounds, we can see things like wounds taking years to heal. I've got patients who have had wounds for 19 years. We can see that, um, yeah, yeah, some people can actually progress to amputations, which is another sad part of having a wound. And the reality is too, particularly for the elderly that you pointed out, people can die from wounds. 
I mean, there's not a lot of people who understand the impact of, of wounds. They think, you know, it's something that can be treated quickly and, and regardless of the situation of that wound, you know, it's not an urgent matter to get it uh, managed properly. So obviously, if the wound is exposed and it's not treated properly, it can lead to infection. And that infection, like you said, can possibly lead to amputation and even death. Absolutely. So what I would say to any of the general public watching now, we all want to fix our own wounds. I remember back in the day, I'd fall over, mum would pick me up, scrape me off and dust me off and keep going. What I would say to anybody that injures themselves, absolutely, try and treat it yourself using good clean water, putting on a Band-Aid, for example, but checking it regularly, keeping that cleaning up. But if you're seeing other signs like maybe some pain, redness around the wound, more ooze than normal, maybe it's a bit yellow or green in colour, go and get it checked. Don't delay. So why are some wounds harder to treat or take a long time to heal? Yeah, great question. The the reason is, is that sometimes there's other factors that influence that healing rate. For example, you might have certain disease processes like heart problems, respiratory problems. You may have diabetes. You may also be on certain medications that can delay wounds healing. You mentioned the elderly. So we're talking about anyone over the age of 65. We know that there's changes to the skin anatomy. And that's crucial as well because it breaks down quicker. It's slower to heal. And so that's why we say from an early age we should be protecting the skin we focus on the heart or the lungs but there is another huge organ on our body and that happens to be the skin and if you actually have any compromise to that skin you can have devastating effects to the body Mm. a lot of people don't know but the skin is the body's largest organ Um, and unlike Mm. you know your internal organs it's exposed to day-to-day damage during normal activities and that can result in a lot of cuts and scrapes. And like you said, you know, with most people, these surface-level wounds do heal quickly, but the issue for um, other people is that they turn into chronic wounds and that's the problem that we're, that we're focusing on. Um, there are a lot of things that we can do to prevent those chronic wounds from developing. But like you said, there would be some uh, underlying issues happening. At times it could be uh, a chronic disease that hasn't been diagnosed yet or the chronic existing disease hasn't been considered in the healing process, right? Correct. Absolutely. But at the same time, you know, I've got a patient at the moment who went surfing a couple of weeks ago, stubbed his toe in the ocean. And because of the bacteria in the water of the ocean, he's now got a chronic wound that may be looking at amputation. Mm. So there's a number of factors. And that's why we say, look, if it just doesn't look right, just go and get it checked. It's better to be safe than, than, than not. Absolutely. So looking at a person holistically is crucial in the proper management of their wound, looking at their, you know, any underlying issues, um, any associating factors. You know, it's not just to look at the wound itself, but the, but the person holistically, right? Absolutely. And look, you're going to hear us health professionals talk over and over again about good diet, good amounts of exercise. That's what keeps the body going. And we know if you have good nutrition and particularly if you're over the age of 65, good amounts of protein, for example, you can actually get the nutrition that the body needs to keep that healing rate. If we're exercising, if we're moving, we're getting the blood flow going, then we're going to stop, for example, those lower limb wounds from getting worse because you're getting that circulation moving to the right place, which is back and and forwards to the heart. So you're always going to hear us say a good balanced diet is always the way forward. 
Well, repetition is key to get, you know, the message across and, and drilled in our heads because, you know, it's a very critical issue and the conversation needs to be made. Um, of course, as the peak body for chronic wound prevention and management, Wounds Australia has been advocating for many, many years and even developed and presented to the government um, the 11-point plan in hope of reducing the incidence of chronic wounds and treatment costs. So briefly, give us a little insight into what that plan consists of. Yeah, so the 11-point plan is Wounds Australia's attempt to make reform happen. We want to see things like subsidies for dressing products. We know that some of our patients are paying up to $1,000 a week for dressing products alone, and it's just not doable and it's not affordable. So we're actually asking for subsidisation of wound products. We're asking for more education and training, both at a tertiary level and at a certificate three and four that informs clinicians of what to do when it comes to wound management. We know that wound management is an absolute specialty in its own right, similar to that of a doctor, similar to that of a nurse practitioner. Wound management is a specialty. We're also asking for MBS items to be reviewed. And I know that the AMA have also helped us in trying to push that agenda as well. We know that if you present to a GP, there's quite often subordinate dressings on the, on the shelf, and that is because they are not funded to provide care for wound management. So there's a number of things that we're looking at. We met with the Honourable Mark, uh, Minister Mark Butler just this week, who has looked at our 11-point plan and he has agreed to continue conversations with us. So we believe we're heading in the right way. What we're actually asking for is the community, for everybody out there, because wounds will affect you at any one time, I can assure you. We're asking for the community to help us in this fight to, to get reform happening. So what would you suggest from the members of the community? What can they do to make an impact and and help drive policy change? Yeah, it would be wonderful if you spoke to your local member. If you visit Wounds Australia's website, we actually have a, a media kit on there. We have what we're calling the Wound Army. So join us as Wound Army uh, people to help us raise this issue. A lot of people take skin a little bit for granted and think it won't happen for me but when it does happen it's not an easy process to get back to to normal uh, functioning so act now before it happens absolutely and you know you mentioned something very important and that's in relation to the cost of wound care Um, it is costing Australians a substantial amount and that's one of the main reasons why people often delay treatments for their wounds and, and treatments in general, uh, I mean, a lot of people disregard their health because they can't simply afford it. That's right. And that's the sad part of all of this. And that is why we are lobbying strong. That's why our advocacy experts are working with us, like the AMA, to help us push this agenda. If you think about the older person who is on a pension, for example, how could they possibly afford dressing products that may cost $350 a week, for example? Are they not going to eat? What's the the trade-off there? It's not right. And it's about time we gave the elderly the respect they deserve to live out their life the they should. That's right. It's not only a problem on an individual level, but it does place a significant economic burden on the Australian healthcare system. And you mentioned, you know, the total cost of wound care, how much is costing the Australian healthcare system annually. So it's, it's an issue that really needs to be placed at the forefront, not just during this campaign week, but 
all the time. You know, the way we engage with our healthcare professionals, with our family and friends, and we should really focus and, and target on achieving that plan, you know, because it can save us hundreds of millions of dollars and it can prevent thousands of people um, needing medical treatment each year. That's right. So Wounds Australia has actually presented not only the 11 point plan, but the framework that we want to initiate that will not only save the economy billions of dollars every year, but it will help those consumers living with a wound. And at the end of the day, that's what we're about. How do we help people live a fruitful life? And let's not just make wounds an old person's uh, problem. It affects children as well. The youngest child of a patient of mine that I'm treating at the moment is six months old. Wow. So wounds go across the spectrum. Absolutely. It affects anyone and it can affect anyone at any time. Awareness and education is really crucial without urgently addressing wound treatment of course, this huge hidden epidemic will continue to escalate and burden the physical and emotional health of the country. Hayley, it's been so great um, having this conversation with you. And, you know, I just want to say that you're doing incredible work there at Wounds Australia. Of course, we've got your website, which is a great resource too, woundsaustralia.com.au. Thank you so much for your advice on wound care and I wish you all the best. Thanks for helping us raise the awareness. Keep up with the new, keep up with the important, keep up with it all on Keeping Up With The Current. Get your news fix for the day, stay informed and up to date with current affairs and the issues that matter. Nadia has you covered on Keeping Up With The Current.